Hi, this is Doug Beecham. Thank you for joining this podcast. This is podcast number 20. It's hard to believe that I've already done 20 of them and I hope uh, they've been a blessing to you. And if they are, uh, share them with somebody or send me a note. You can follow me on Twitter at Doug Beecham. You can go to IPHC General Superintendent on Facebook and you can like and follow me there. Uh, so let our offices know here at the denominational headquarters of the IPHC, our, uh, our general ministries uh, location, and let us know if these are a blessing to you. Well, last, last week, we, the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about how do you preach and prepare yourself on an ongoing basis to preach Sunday after Sunday, particularly to the same congregation. That's what pastors do. And you're, give, you're being given sheep to feed, and we feed them from God's Word. Last week, we sort of finished up looking at the period from Lent to Easter. And I didn't say as much about Easter as I need to say to you. A lot of times we, we think, okay, we'll just preach one Easter Sunday sermon and then we'll jump to something else. The, the Bible, particularly the New Testament, is full of references to the reality of the resurrection of Jesus. Not only in the Gospels, all the Gospels have that. And those narratives are just rich in those four Gospel accounts. You have in Acts chapter 1. You've got another appearance, uh, another account of the of Jesus get, getting ready to be ascended, and and that's that's important. You you have other references. For instance, the Apostle Paul in First Corinthians fifteen, the great resurrection chapter. I want to encourage you to look at your preaching for a period of time after Easter, that you continue to preach on these Easter themes of the new life that we've been given in Jesus Christ. Uh, you, can, you can work out of Romans chapter six, for instance, where the apostle Paul talks about that we have been raised to newness of life. What does it mean to live in the light of the resurrection of Jesus? And stay focused on the text. Let the biblical text guide you on what, you, on what the Holy Spirit's going to give you whether it's an outline form, a manuscript form, or you, you preach it straight, uh, uh, extemporaneously, that the Holy Spirit is taking the reality of the resurrection of Jesus and what it means. And take the, take the next weeks to focus on that. You've actually got a window of about seven weeks that moves towards Pentecost. In, in that period, there's going to be time to focus on the ascension of Jesus. That's something that doesn't get preached very much, uh, particularly in our circles. I want to encourage you to do that. That's where the end of Matthew 28 comes in, for instance, the, the giving of the Great Commission. That's where Acts chapter 1, for instance, comes in, where Jesus says, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Ascension is going to be celebrated about a week and a half prior to Pentecost Sunday. For us as Pentecostals, Pentecost Sunday is a phenomenal opportunity for us. You can work out of Joel chapter 2. You can work out of 
the festival of Pentecost as it's described in, in the Old Testament passages, for instance, in Leviticus and Numbers and Deuteronomy. Uh, and I think it's also referenced there in Exodus. You've got all kinds of material to work from there. All kinds of references to the Holy Spirit. And it just so happens that Pentecost tends to be the largest, longest period of Sundays uh, throughout the church year. It's going to run the entire summer. It's going to bleed over into the fall. And you can actually carry it on over to the next season of, of Advent that begins the church calendar again. This is a great time for focusing on what it means to live in the power of the Holy Spirit. I would encourage you strongly after Pentecost to ask the Holy Spirit to guide you in your preaching. Preach about the gifts of the Spirit. Preach about the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Well, there are a lot of studies, and I hear a lot of other Pentecostal denominational leaders say the great concern of that a large number of folks in our denominations have not experienced the baptism in the Holy Spirit. I would encourage you, make that a, a period of a focus on prayer, an opportunity for people to, to be prayed for, to receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit, for them to then understand what that means, that the gift of tongues in their lives is not just simply something for their own personal edification, although that's important, but that that gift is an empowerment to go into all the world and to share the good news of Jesus Christ. There's a boldness that comes in the Holy Spirit, not a foolishness, but a boldness to not be ashamed of the gospel, to, to recognize the gifts of the Spirit that are at work in our lives. There's such a, such a significant period you can tie into that. That's also a good opportunity to to go back and sort of tie some themes together. During the period of Lent, if you remember in the last podcast, I talked to you about what it was to talk about a life of obedience, to talk about discipleship. A life of discipleship involves a life of sacrifice, a life of holiness. And your preaching themes during Lent need to reflect one side of, ho of holiness, your preaching themes in Pentecost can begin to pick up on that, return to what holiness is about in our lives, uh, of what it means to totally surrender to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Keep in mind that when we're talking about God's Spirit, we're talking about the Holy Spirit. He, the Holy Spirit, is He is a person. He's not an idea. This is not some Star Wars the force be with you. The Holy Spirit, He is the third person of the eternal Godhead, the eternal Trinity. And He, he can be grieved, the New Testament tells us. He is a source of joy for us. And so to talk about the Holy Spirit, to preach about the Holy Spirit during the period of Pentecost is to invite the sheep that God have given, has given to you for the, the period that you are serving them, to lead them into the fullness of the Holy Spirit. Your New Testament, including your Old Testament, is just full of references that you can go to. I, I want to encourage you, go to your Google web, your Google search engine or whatever you use, put in lectionary. 
there will be different passages that will come up. There'll be some different lectionaries that are laid out. And you can, you can take a look at them and use them. I use different ones. But they help me put together Old Testament texts, Psalms, Gospel, and the letters of Paul. Most good lectionaries will give you passages from the Old Testament that include the Psalms and the Prophets or the Torah. They will give you gospel lessons. They will give you lessons from the letters. They can be Paul's letters or Peter's letters or John's letters. And they give you a framework for your preaching. Sometimes we think as Pentecostal preachers, we just sort of have to wait for some kind of special kind of feeling about uh, anointing before we can preach something. I'm, I'm not going to disparage that in any way because I, I think that's, that's important. I want to say something to you though, that the Holy Spirit, he is also at work well ahead of what that particular Sunday is about. And there's nothing wrong with you months in advance to be working on a text, to be looking for the right kinds of illustrations, to be praying about that text, to be asking the other members of your, uh, of your, what I would call your liturgical team, your worship team, your worship leader, different people, for them to be involved with you in, in the music that would be for that particular Sunday, uh, creative people to be a part of that. The Holy Spirit is just as much at work at that months in advance as he is on a Saturday night or a Sunday morning. The more you prepare, the better you're going to feed the flock that God has called you and me to feed. I'll tell you, there are times I still, even though I don't preach to the same congregation, uh, you know, with any regularity at all, I'm at a different congregation almost every Sunday. I still think about where are we in the liturgical calendar? And then in light of that, I ask the Holy Spirit, what is it you want to be saying? Now for me, part of what I do is that I'm called to communicate what God's called the IPHC to be about, a place of hope, a people of promise. He's called us to, to have the vision he's given to us about Arise 2033. So all of that fits into my reflection about preaching on any particular, any particular congregation. But I'll also know God's been at work in the lives of that flock, in the life of that pastor who once he introduces me, he or she, they're gonna sit down and they're gonna, they're gonna be listening too. And I have a responsibility to feed that flock the best that I know how in my natural understanding and more importantly, the best I know how in saying in prayer, come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit. Do that that only you can do in preparation, in delivery, and in response. God bless you. Thanks for listening to me. And we're going to continue some more about preaching, at least for the next couple of podcasts. Thanks for listening.